I can tell you I hid it very well, and no one at the party ever knew how hurt my heart was by the way I was treated or how embarrassed I was by some of the actions of others during the games. I remember going home and crying afterward. Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Owenby. I'm a seasoned women's ministry leader, the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox, and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. This is the place where women serving on the women's ministry team in their local church find hope and inspiration for building a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. In the last podcast episode, I talked about challenges, solutions, and alternatives for secret sister programs. The feedback I've received has solidified my stance. I heard from many leaders who've had to deal with hurt feelings, extravagant gift giving, envy, and women who sign up but don't participate. These are not isolated problems. Today, our topic is in many ways similar. Christmas will be here before you know it, and church groups will play Christmas gift exchange games. You may have heard them called a Yankee gift swap, Dirty Santa, or a White Elephant gift exchange. Some groups re-gift unwanted gifts, some do gag gifts, and some set a spending limit of $5, $10, or $20. Most of the time, a game is played where participants choose a wrapped gift, they unwrap it, but then it can be stolen by other people in the group. Much like Secret Sister, some women love these types of activities and others don't. You probably have an opinion one way or the other. No matter which side you support, I'd like to ask you to listen all the way through. There may be an angle you haven't considered before. Maybe you'll decide there are better things you could do at your small group, Bible study, or women's ministry Christmas fellowship this year. First, I want to walk through some of the concerns. Then I'll share some feedback from other women, and I'll wrap things up with some alternative ideas. Let's start by talking about four problems with gift exchange games. To be clear, I'm specifically addressing games that include the option to take a gift from another person, whether that's by the roll of a dice or a personal choice. Here's the first problem with gift exchange games. Number one, there's a high risk that someone will not be happy with the gift they take home. Even if the gifts exchanged are nice gifts, there's a good chance someone will be upset that something they like was taken from them. There's also a good chance that there will be some envy or jealousy surrounding a popular gift. When I've participated, there's often one or two gifts that stand out above the rest that almost everyone hopes to go home with. The second problem with gift exchange games is friendships can fracture when one friend takes a gift from another friend. I remember years ago, our mom's group Christmas gift swap, we did used items, but there was a plastic train set. I can still remember the names and the faces of the two women who were involved in this swap. They were good friends, but not that night. One took the train from the other, and she was literally in tears. What was supposed to be a happy and fun Christmas party no longer was. Everyone in the room witnessed the hurt. I couldn't believe the train set wasn't returned out of kindness. The third problem with gift exchange games is gag gifts can cause a great deal of embarrassment. Even at a church event, people don't always understand what's appropriate. 
and most people don't enjoy being the butt of a joke, even if it appears they do. Do they really? We should be sensitive not to make our women uncomfortable. And the fourth problem with gift exchange games is stealing is wrong. Exodus 2015 says, you shall not steal. Hang with me here. I know some of you think I'm being extreme. In my introduction to Christian ethics class this summer, we learned about how conduct, character, and goals matter. Our professor and book pointed out that an argument could be made that stealing in a game situation would not be a violation of the Eighth Commandment. Basketball, football, and soccer are all great examples. If we consider the conduct, character, and goal of a Christmas gift exchange, I see a bit of a difference. Players are encouraged to put their wants first and to take what they want from someone else, no matter the impact. Whether the goal is stealing gifts is to get the best gift or trying to end up with the best of the gag gifts, neither approach glorifies God. Back in 2014, I shared some of these same concerns in a blog post, and I think I've received more comments on that one post than any other post I've written in 10 years. <laughs> I've clearly struck a chord. Are you leading a small group or Bible study? Do you sometimes struggle with collecting prayer requests? Would you like some of your quieter group members to share more? As a seasoned Bible study leader, I've picked up some great tips and tricks over the years, and I'm sharing them all with you in my Bible study facilitator training course. This course contains 18 short video lessons, worksheets, email scripts, Bible study group guidelines, and so much more. It's everything you need to succeed as a small group or Bible study leader this year. Visit bsftraining.com to register and get more information. Here are just some of the comments. I have never seen one where I did not witness or experience some kind of, if not hurt feelings, that at least let down. And another comment, this one's a little long. I completely get the feeling hurt during these games. We used to play them all the time at church leadership events at several different churches, and I can't tell you how many times I have been hurt, taken home a nasty gift, or ended up with the same gift I brought because I refused to steal from someone else, but people always stole from me. People have commented that no one ever gets hurt, or people that do spoil it for everyone else. I can tell you I hit it very well. And no one at the party ever knew how hurt my heart was by the way I was treated or how embarrassed I was by some of the actions of others during the games. I remember going home and crying afterward, and the hurt lingers in my heart whenever I think about playing these games again. I would never want someone to leave my party feeling the way I have after some of those experiences. It's not about how mature they are. It's about loving one another as Christ loved us. I want every person who enters my house to feel the love of Christ while there. And here's one on the other side, just to be fair. Wow, are we really going to sulk and be jealous just because someone got something we wanted or something nicer than us? Good practice of being happy for those who have something that we don't. What about the commandment not to covet? And here's another. I don't necessarily feel convicted about the stealing part. But it just seems mean-spirit and anti-Christmas to me. Competing and stealing to make sure I get the gift, best gift? 
Well, we do it every year at my family gathering, and I'm pretty sure I've cried ahead of time every year because I hate it. And here's one last one. Just attended a gift exchange party where somebody got stuck with a soiled Santa garden gnome wrapped in a garbage bag. The lady accepted it graciously without grumbling. This speaks volumes about her heart. However, I don't think Jesus would have brought a gift like this to the party. Let's give what we would want to receive without embarrassing others. It isn't funny or Christ-like. Let's also practice the attitude of gratitude. While there were comments from both sides, as you can hear, those expressing hurt far, far outnumbered those who thought I was being overly sensitive. Games that undermine the unity of our groups or have the potential to hurt the feelings of our women have no place in our ministries. Please consider one of these alternative ideas instead. Here's 10 alternatives to Dirty Santa games. One, give gifts to your homebound members, your local nursing home or women's shelter. Number two, ask everyone to bring a $5 gift and use the left-right Christmas story or the left-right nativity story to distribute the gifts. You'll find links to both on my website and in the show notes. Number three, ask everyone to bring a $5 ornament and have an ornament exchange. Number four, give the gift of time and volunteer together at a local food pantry, shelter, or Ronald McDonald house. Number five, decorate Christmas cookies or cupcakes to take to the local hospital for the doctors, nurses, and staff. Number six, plan a Christmas party for your local women's shelter or children's home. Number seven, adopt children in need from a local school. Spend the night wrapping their gifts and writing out Christmas cards to them. Number eight, send packages overseas to men and women serving in the military. Number nine, bless a missionary with a care package and Christmas cards. And number 10, assemble the gift of no dishes together as an outreach into each woman's neighborhood. You'll find directions for that on the website as well. You'll also find additional Christmas ideas on the site and in the show notes. Here are today's toolbox tasks. Number one, if your team was planning to have a Christmas gift exchange, here are today's toolbox tasks. Number one, if your team was planning to have a Christmas gift exchange, talk through how you can ensure the exchange honors the feelings of all of your women. And number two, prayerfully consider removing gift stealing from your exchange or swap the game out for an alternative idea. Christmas events should be a time of fun and fellowship with a focus on Christ's birth. I pray as your Christmas I pray your Christmas celebrations will honor God and honor your women. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast. Leading in women's ministry can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. You'll find support and ideas you can use in the Women's Ministry Toolbox community Facebook group. We would love for you to join us. Search for us on Facebook or visit womensministrytoolbox.com slash groups to access the link. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May He direct your steps as you seek to make Him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve.